0: Beep. are gonna bring up these great athletes. We're gonna talk about what's happened, what, what they go through in the locker room beforehand. We'll, talk, we'll start to try to get some information, like what, what do they really think about? What are they interested in? What are some of their philosophies and what do they do on the court, off the court, on the beach, off the beach to sort of think about why they're here today, why they're so interested in meeting all of you, the entrepreneurs, the ones who are changing the world, the people that are trying to make things happen. That's why they're all here today. So first, I'd like to bring up Andre Iguodala. Andre, just to give you a little bit of background, grew up in Illinois, went to University of Arizona, thanks for coming up here, went to Arizona, was drafted by the Philadelphia 76ers, which is my hometown team. You know, now here with the Golden State Warriors, won two championships, MVP of the, of the finals, played in the Olympics and won a gold medal. And now, may as, with that, may as well bring in, and also I should mention, met Andre this past summer at the incredible summit that he put on with Steph Curry called the Players' Technology Summit, which was absolutely incredible, and maybe we'll touch a little on that as well. But now we're gonna bring up Kerry Walsh. Kerry Walsh Jennings. She grew up in San Francisco. So this is our hometown. Good to see you. Good to see you. And won three state championships while she was here in high school. And then went on to when play at Stanford. And how many times did you win there? Two, three times? Not enough. Not enough. Yeah, that's, that's, the, <laughs> that's what it's all about, right? And then, you know, played professional. Has won three gold medals, a bronze medal. And you got more coming, right? More, Hopefully yeah. more. You've I been in five Olympics. So it's yeah. incredible. Thank you. And now I'd like to bring up uh, my partner at 76 Capital and cr- incredible baseball player Ryan Howard. Woo-hoo! Ryan grew up in St. Louis, so there's maybe some WashU St. Louis people here. Um, went to Southwest Missouri State, was Rookie of the Year, was the most valuable player. Played, you know, uh, just has done so many incredible things. Won the World Series for us in Philly in 2008, and just happy to have him here. So thank you.
1: So good. Thanks.
0: So. So, so let's get started. You don't want to hear anything from me anymore. So, I'll start with you, Andre. I mean, like, you know, what's what's interesting is, is you know, most people look at you and Kerry and Ryan as 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 a professional athlete, but, you know, how did you get into this entrepreneurship thing and investing, and and
2: why do you do this? Uh, I think the history of athletes in general, uh, we're continuing to um, further our careers. Off the court or off the field of play, and you know you hear so many stories. Um, you take the good with the bad, and when you hear some of the horror stories with athletes, uh, you learn from those mistakes, and you try to, you know, better yourself so the next generation is better. So hearing a lot of different stories of, you know, uh, different athletes mismanaging their money, and then athletes having success, such as Magic Johnson, the Grand Hills of the World, having so much success off the court. Uh, you know, those are the businessmen that I looked up to. Coming into the league early. So, I um, wanted to have that same future for myself when I was done playing and uh, met with the right people, uh, met with the wrong people too, uh, which helped me make the you know, right decisions along the lines and, or fix some things, and uh, here I am. That's great.
0: That's great. Kerry, how, how, did, how did you kind of get into this world and thinking about you know, working with entrepreneurs and how did how that all happen?
1: Yeah, well, you know, I want to be a very nuanced person. I don't want to be just a one flavor person. I want to be 32 flavors and then some. You know, the career of an athlete is very finite, like Andre said, and I want to keep ascending in my life forever and ever, you know, and I want to surround myself by people who are changing the game in their industries in the world um, because like attracts like, you know, and hopefully the greatness will rub off on me. But I am, you know, I'm here to live my best life. Um, I just had, you know, my six shoulder surgery. I just had ankle surgery and, but I'm still in it. And when you love something, you just find a way, like Andre said, to just to keep going. And if you love something, you know, the health and wellness part of life, part of an athlete's life is huge. It's vital. And I think back in the day when we were all kind of meat heady, just working on our big muscles and only doing biceps and making our tushies look good, um, we didn't focus on the brain what, and the mindset. You, you know, it's all about tushy. I
0: thought Ryan was going to say that.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean. But no, but I just, I really appreciate, you know, I'm a I'm a 360 person. I'm the, the more kind of whole you can be in yourself, the better you're going to be, and that, that goes on the court and as an athlete, in my life as a mommy, as an entrepreneur. You know, surrounding yourself by amazing people doing amazing things, it all just feeds the beast.
0: That's great. That's great. So Ryan, you know, now now Ryan not only is a professional baseball player, and we'll hook onto some really lucky team this year in the uh, in Major League Baseball, but. Um, is also a partner at 76 Capital and, and is known as a venture capitalist today. And we're making investments and we're doing amazing things with entrepreneurs. So tell your story, Ryan. Like how, how did how did you get into this?
3: Well, it all started when I met this guy named Wayne Kimmel. <coughs> and uh, no, I think for me it was always something where I was always looking towards the future, and I knew that baseball wasn't going to last forever. So you know, I, I had a conversation with my agent. Just wanted to be more proactive and. Uh, met Wayne through a a mutual acquaintance. Uh, We had many meetings, many secret meetings as we would always say, lunches. Really got to know each other, uh, really got to know John Powell, our other partner as well. And it was just a perfect fit. It was very organic. um, And we were all very like-minded individuals and wanting to be able to change the world or help change the world, help people change the world for the better. And uh, you know, really for me, that was one of the keys of, of me joining 76. And what our mission is and finding good, nice entrepreneurs that'll help to to shape and mold and change the future of the world is, I mean, it's, I don't think you can ask for anything better than that. Well, you know, one of the things that
0: we've spent the last two days here at the Startup Health Festival, which again, it's really just an incredible honor to be here. I mean, as Steve said, being a board member, being the first investor in the company, we've seen, I've just seen so much. Progress here, and I'm just so proud of the whole startup health team So I just want to say thank you to all of you and you guys are awesome. You're awesome You know and one of the big things that we we do here at startup health is we have this you know this this mindset, the health transformer mindset, and you know it's to to me it's it's very similar. At least I think it's similar. I'm not a world class athlete, but I, assume, I think it's similar to the kind of mindset that you need to have to be successful on the court. Is that something? Oh,
2: definitely would agree, um, and and it starts with, you know the years it takes to actually get the degree or to get the knowledge to even just get your foot through the door and all that grinding. And once you get there, it's, uh, you know, you're seeing the potential you have or having that great idea and putting the right, assembling the right team together, the right personalities together, you know, one sacrificing for another for the greater good of the team. And uh, hoping you get yourself in a situ- a pressure situation where it's make or break, because you know those are situations that build character, and um, you know there's definitely definite parallels uh, with that in sports, and you know we see it every day, just like you see it every day. You know, uh, it just so happens, you know, people are betting on me on TV, but uh, people are betting on you as well. So there's a lot of pressure, but um, that's what I I feel like I thrive best in those pressure situations where I have to. Perform at my, you know, optimal level and, and being ready to go, and my teammates relying on me.
0: So, Kerry, si- similar kind of question. I mean, you, you know, it's, for you, it's all about the health, mind, body. You know, experience. I mean, talk about you know, how how that became so important to you.
1: Yeah. Well, I just believe that mindset is everything. You know, I, I'm a firm believer that the words you say are so powerful that the thoughts I think affect me inside and out. They re- affect my, you know, results. And it all comes from what I want in life. And when I know where I want to go, when I have this big, beautiful goal, like I, the power of me that I hold is right now. It's not in the future. It's not in the past. It's right now. But I need to have these big goals and dreams. And that gets me motivated every single day. And all, when you're chasing huge goals and dreams, when you want to be a game changer and, sh- you know, shake the world, the bigger the dream, the bigger the obstacles that are in your way sometimes. But like Andre said, like I... I learn through challenges, and you kind of relish, once you get through the challenges and the, the defeats and all these things, Like that makes you so much better, obviously, for the, and it takes you to the end result. But it's not about the end result. But if you just know what you stand for, um, and if you're all in every day, even on your bad days, 100% of what you have that day, um, the mindset of a champion is, I'm going to show up every single day. I know where I want to go, and I'm willing to do what it takes to get there. And I think that applies to every single, you know, profession across the, across the land.
0: Well, it's, it's certainly something that, you know, Ryan and I talk about all the time. I mean, Ryan, you maybe talk about it from the perspective of what we look for in entrepreneurs and, 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 and sort of that, how we, we say, say sometimes, and I know it's something that, you know, Andre, you, you talk about as well, is there's just such a similarity between being an entrepreneur and being a world-class athlete.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of similarities. Um, I mean, I think as an athlete, you, you, you look to where it is, I think kind of echoing, Kerry in a sense is, you look at where it is that you want to be. I think it's the same way in business. I think it's the same way as an entrepreneur. You have your business that, you know, you want your business to be able to be successful. It's about putting in the time, putting in the effort, putting in the work, believing First and foremost, because if you don't believe in it, nobody else is going to believe in it. Same way as an athlete, if you don't believe in your ability, then what are you doing? You know, I mean, we play these games, we would play our our sports. Oh, there it is, a little activity there. Uh, We play our sport to to be champions, to be the best at what it is that we do. Otherwise, it's why are you here? And I think it, it echoes the same sentiment in business to where you want to be a champion in your business. Otherwise, what are, you, what are you doing?
1: What's There's- harder? Being an entrepreneur and athlete. Right. Being an entrepreneur times a yeah. million, no? Yeah.
3: Because
1: I'm accountable to myself, and my exactly. performance is all on me. Being an entrepreneur, woo-hoo. goodness.
0: <laughs> well, is, is, there, is there some example that you can kind of maybe think of in, in, in your career where it was, it was really like mind over body? Um, or, or that just,
2: you were able to sort of just say, oh, my God. Like I just, you just willed yourself to do something. Uh, I think training the week after you win a championship. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's the point? Back to yeah. back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like we've all said, is uh, it's bigger than me. It's, it's bigger than you know the one individual. It's about uh, building a legacy, and you know once you, it's like winning is like a drug you know, I'd rather get high off that drug than anything else, you know, because uh, you have to put in hard work, you have to sacrifice, you have to put in dedication, uh, you have to will yourself every day. You you know, I just got out the cold tub earlier. Like, that's the <laughs> one of the worst feelings is in the cold tub, 10 minutes. and um, But you understand the end result. And like Carrie said, it's not about the end result, it's about the journey. And, and, and when you get the end result, you appreciate the journey even more, and that's what it's about.
0: Well, you're right in the middle of it all. I mean, a, it's, it's so many games in a row that you're playing that just within the last
2: week, right? Yes, we have, we have four or five this week. Eight. I lose count all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Carrie, I mean, for, for you, I mean,
0: winning gold medal and then going back at it again and then winning yeah. another one and winning another one. What, what, what makes you want to do that?
1: Well, that bronze is going to fuel me to gold in Tokyo. <laughs> sure. Oh, um, winning is amazing and it's motivating. And you know, after I've won gold medals, I've gone home and trained and people are like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, I got more to do, you know, but it is at some point you're like, what the heck am I doing? But, um, you know, I'm in it because I love it so much. And I was just saying earlier, like I, my mission as an athlete right now in the sport of beach volleyball is to leave the sport better than when I came in. And if I were to leave today, I wouldn't be able to say that. You know, it's more a hobby than a profession right now. And, um, you know, I still want to dominate. I want to win gold medals. I want to win on the way to winning gold medals, but I also want to grow my sport into a true profession with the likes of MLB and NBA and UFC, because our sport is rad, you know, and getting kids out there moving and giving, like I remember my first sport that I fell in love with was the Warriors. I grew up in Saratoga, just. Um, South Bay. Go Mitty. Yeah. Um, Chris Mullen days, Tim Hardaway days. And my first aspiration was to be the first girl in the NBA. And then I went to the Giants and then I wanted to be the first girl in the major leagues. Um, And then I found volleyball and those both went out the window. But the power of sport and the power of movement and the confidence and the character building that you get from this, the world needs sport and movement and mindfulness more than anything else you know in these days where we're so busy doing everything but nothing at the same time and so I'm in it because I love it I want to be a beacon of light you know for people to live the good life and I want to therefore you know have to walk my talk and live the good life every single day.
0: Well, you know, earlier was we we had the honor of having Vice President Biden up here, really talking about, kind of pushing all of us, right, as as, as entrepreneurs, as investors, as you know, just to try to make this make this world better. And and and, do, and so, you know, how, how do you, Ryan? You know, when you you think about. Training today and working out and bringing in new technology or new types of regimens or different types of processes when you train I mean, are there new things that you're doing today or is it kind of the same stuff you did back in high
3: school? No, it's definitely new. There's a lot of uh, a lot of different stuff than 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 what it used to be the the standard squats and uh, bench press and stuff like that everything now is is about being more efficient Um, I think as athletes it's like you don't really want to put in as much, you know, more than what you really need to put in to be able to get the true, uh, I guess, what is out kind of output that you want to be able to uh, put p- towards your performance. So I mean, everything is about working, you know, not necessarily overworking yourself, but working yourself to the point to where it's like, okay, I'm feeling gains. Um, so I think now with you know a lot of the wearables um, that are out there in the market and, and being able to get a lot of feedback. Um, I think in Major League Baseball, actually a lot of teams have kind of incorporated uh, different wearables to try to find out how much rest guys are getting. I think they're doing that in the, in the NBA as well. Yes. Um, so, I mean, that, that kind of stuff right now is, has been big. It definitely didn't have that when I came out in the league. So, um, I think it's, it's, it's moving in the right direction as far as that's concerned. Yeah, I'd love to hear your your perspective on it as well, Andre.
2: Well, definitely rest is the big thing. Recovery. Recovery is the the word everyone seems to be using. And um, uh, I wish it was that word was had that, you know, uh, spoke so many volumes when I first came in because when I was young, it was just running around and (laughs) feel no pain and it was easy. You know, I didn't have to stretch, but now it's this is daily routine. Um, luckily I'm on a great team with a great organization that understands what recovery means and um, I don't think I'll be able to perform at this level at this age um, 10 years ago because of the some of the things we're doing with uh, the tech we're using, the the, uh, the wearables, um, we have iPads hooked up to some of our weightlifting machines, and it's telling you your output, and, and and then you know your loads every game. They know how many miles you run, and they're telling you, okay, you need to rest tomorrow because you played this many minutes over the last you know six seven days. So all those things are are really key uh, for athletes' longevity to play more years. Um, jumping doesn't hurt as much anymore, so all those things. (laughs) Is is there, you know,
0: in in the news today, there's, in the last couple days, there's been this thing going on with the New England Patriots and Tom Brady and his trainer and all this kind of stuff. Is there ever a situation where, I mean, I know, Ryan, you have personal trainers, you all, your own trainers, right? But then you have the team trainers and the team regimen. How does that all work,
2: if you want to talk about it? (laughs) I think it's all about communication. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, as long as you have communication, um, there's always going to be different personalities. And I feel like that's what the true definition of a coach is, to manage personalities. Because you have so many egos. Everyone's been great at some point in their career. And it's how can we ever everybody come together and be on one accord for one goal. And so no matter how many people you have, uh, it's just about reaching out to different people, uh, different ways to get them to see the vision. And and there's always should be just one vision, and I feel like it could work.
0: Carrie, do you you ever run into that with with the Olympic committee versus (laughs) what you want to do and that kind of...
1: Well, the beauty of beach volleyball, I started my career playing indoor volleyball where I was one of six on the court. And now I play beach volleyball, which is me and my partner. And I made that switch very consciously because at some point, so respectively... Speaking, um, I don't want to be part of a herd anymore. You know, the autonomy, and I love being on a team, and I love being on a team of two, but I have a lot of autonomy in my life right now. And so, what it comes down to is being accountable. Account- accountable to myself, to my teammate, to my coach, and it's a collaborative effort. I think the the mindset and the paradigm has shifted to like a coach being a taskmaster to, you know, kind of the Pete Carroll, um, Steve Kerr model of working together, treating each human as a human, you know, and that therefore you'll get better output from your people. So for me, um, I don't have to deal with that, which is really nice. And it's more of, I have to find a way to push myself really hard every single day because I don't have people behind me cracking the whip, which is what I want in life. You know, I want it to be all internally driven for sure. But for me, you know, I am turning 40 in August. Um, sustained excellence is what I'm all about. And I didn't want to ask you your age when you call yourself old. She says
0: she's turning 40. I know, right? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Um,
1: sorry, but but you know, we're here and we're talking about health technology. And for me, go um, work
0: out. Yeah. Part,
1: part of me is going more primal back to, I just want to move cleanly and efficiently and I want to work smarter, like Ryan said. Um, but also I want to take advantage of all the technology out there. You know, and one of my favorite modalities right now is PEMF technology, Pulse Electromagnetic Frequency. Is Andrew Luce here? I just partnered up. There we go. So I am addicted to this technology and it like allow, it goes in, it's just electricity, it's frequency and it's allowing my body to heal at such a rapid pace. And it's something that I can do at home that I can, again, be autonomous in what I'm doing in my life and, and it serves everything that I wanna be. I wanna feel good in my life. I wanna feel you know, powerful when I compete and perform. Um, and so I'm such, I'm such a hippie at heart. I grew up near Santa Cruz and I, you know, I love peace love but I also love the technology part of it. And the merger of both is extremely powerful
0: it's a really it's a really exciting time for with athletics and that's really i think one of the opportunities that we have as as entrepreneurs and as investors in a lot of the stuff that many of you are, are doing out there to really bring that to the elite athletes today so it's a, it's really an exciting thing you know ryan i think one of the things that really surprised me when we first started getting together was was the conversations that you told me that you would have with your teammates mm-hmm. or other other players in the league about investing about entrepreneurship, about tech, and I mean I, I this is a conversation in the locker room and in the clubhouse,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah, I mean, we would definitely sit there and have different kind of conversations, just seeing what guys' interests were um I mean I'm actually you know invested in uh eSports, you know we would have a lot of conversations about that, and I'm actually invested with uh, Jimmy Rollins with uh n r g um and in the eSports team nrg um and just really just getting to learn a lot of what a lot of different guys are interested in. Um, You know, talking to all my teammates, Cole Hamels, uh, some of the stuff that he's been into, uh, Chase Utley, um, you know, especially him being out here. It's, it's, it's been a lot different, but I think kind of moving forward, it's, it's always a lot of forward thinking. It's not just, you know, 100% baseball for everybody who's, you know, you want to know what's going on in the clubhouse. Now it's now it's out there. But uh, but uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, we it's it's always been forward thinking because guys know that hey, this isn't going to last forever. And you know, you you've worked hard for your money. Now you want your money to work harder for you.
0: Hey, you. You know, certainly. Again, I mean, you you're one of the leaders in this, Andre. I mean, really, you and Steph putting yourselves out there. Um, as, as leaders, um, ha, you know, I certainly got to see that firsthand mm-hmm. at, at your conference. Um, are you, are you seeing even more of that now?
2: Um, well, I think you're seeing as a whole with athletes in general and they're become, they're continuing to grow with their business savvy and understanding what's going on in the world. You know, I see Clay Thompson has a USA Today every day or the Wall Street Journal is being passed around. Uh, I think, uh, at the same time, athletes are understanding their influence more and more. You know, I think we have four guys, three three guys on our team with a signature shoe, which is, you know, you don't see that that often, that many guys on one particular team in the NBA. And the guys are understanding their global influence. And everything that we touch, people seem to gravitate to. And it makes you learn more about what you're actually touching. You know, you asked me about what type of water I'm drinking, and you know, with certain athletes who have a big influence, you know, they're drinking the water and everyone's buying that water. And they're like, wait, you know, there's, there's more, there's business behind this. But then they're looking deeper into what's the right type of water for them. Right. So it increases your, your learning curve as well and, and want to know more about what you're bringing into your body and what you're intaking and what's around you and what's in your world. And the more and more you're searching for bigger and better things, the, the better the person you become. But the influencer in you will make other lives better as well. Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting you're touching on the
0: influencer side of things. Ryan and I are also partners in a company called Rubicon Talent, which one of our clients is Kerry. Is um, and, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, talking to, um, you know, our guys at, at Rubicon who, who run the company and, and hearing them talk about you and p- how you certainly pick the companies that you want to be involved with because they have to also line up with your values and what you, okay. what you care about.
1: Yeah, you know, I that was wasn't always the case. Certainly, you know, at some point, you know, earlier in my career, I certainly had to justify a relationship because I had to pay the bills. You know, and I would see the best thing in this partner, even if it was largely not an authentic fit. But these days, I am like I really value the um, influencer role for me. You know, I love that little kid's kind of look up and aspire because I remember being that little kid looking up and aspiring. And so it does. It makes me more accountable, and it's a it's a beautiful luxury to be selective. You know, I don't. Have have a lot of people knocking on my door, but it's really powerful and it's really empowering to myself as a woman, as someone who wants to live a meaningful life to say, you know what, thank you, but no thank you, you know, you don't, you're not, you don't go through my filter cleanly. Um, Because again, I want to live my best life and I want to shout from the mountaintop, when I find something I love, I want the world to, to have it. The most beautiful thing and one of the most beautiful things in my life is the access I have to amazing people. Like, look at this panel I'm on, this is ridiculous, you know, and I have access to this technology that is changing my life. And, um, you know, I get this like kind of a first comer and I do want to be part of the filter and get it to the world. You know, and I know we're going to talk about moonshots in a little bit, but my moonshot would be to be help people transform their lives because they're autonomous within their lives and the choices they make and the habits they have. Um, yeah, so I value the position I'm in and it's really beautiful to be selective. Um, but it's always worth a conversation.
0: Well, please, please share, share a little more, you know, around the moonshot idea. I mean, certainly it's, it's one of the, big things he, that we've done here at the startup health festival and it's important to to us and everyone that's that's in the room you know trying to do things to, to completely change the world you know whether it's Getting rid of cancer, getting you know what what are you know you say making the world a better place is is anything more specific that you want to want to go do?
1: Yeah, well you know I I'm just a big dreaming girl, Um, but ultimately you know aside from winning a fourth gold medal and retiring as a (laughs) winningest and kicking ass for my entire life, those are my personal moonshots, very selfish moonshots. You know I think about on the global level of the human you know humans of this world. Like I would love to be part of the movement that that has people looking at food as the first medicine you know nutrition is medicine so we have less reliance and ultimately less need for for a festival like this but this festival instead of being life-saving becomes transforming and enhancing you know so at, we just live a healthier more well-balanced life and i would love to steer people in that direction um, because, you know the time is now and we have like this world is full of abundance you know and we're, we're gonna pick and choose what to eat and what to fuel ourselves with it's social media news media whatever is in front of us is what's gonna work gonna consume us and so I would like to be part of the clean eating you know all love you know take care of business model
0: I like that I like that so Andre how about, how
2: about you I mean is there a certain thing that you kind of a moonshot that you, you think about uh, it's interesting because Carrie just kind of touched on a piece of it but just empowering those that come from the same setting that I come from and having a deeper understanding of who they are. And um, I've gone through the nutrition thing, or I'm still going through it, where I've gone vegan uh, and I found there isn't such thing as bad vegan food. uh, (laughs) Just as well as, you know, Just trying to get people to understand, like, this is who you are. You know, we're all equal, but we're all built a little differently. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's things about me that, you know, I can or can't do because I'm, that you could or couldn't do. And just getting kids to understand who they truly are deep down inside and, you know, okay, this is, I'm at risk for this disease, I'm at risk for this disease, Mm -hmm. this is the diet I need to be on, okay, these are my strengths. And these are what my weaknesses. And when you find your weaknesses, it's not saying you can't do something. It's just knowing that you have to put extra attention into that to turn it into a strength. And in turn, that builds, you know, confidence. And you know, confidence is is, is key, uh, especially in my sport, because you see, guys, that talent isn't but that much away. You know, this guy is only this much better than this guy, but this guy might be on a totally different. Uh, career path because it's confidence, and just getting the kids to understand that you know is there anything that there's, they can do anything that they want to do, and uh, their potential is so amazing, and it's just getting outside of their environment that they've been stuck in for so long that's uh, kind of killed their confidence.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, do you, do you
0: see today a difference between the the younger players as you know and how they um, you know ca- how how they kind of treat their bodies today as compared to maybe when you guys
2: you know were were younger. Is that something well I think it's, it's, um, it's continuing to you know improve at each generation which is always good. Um, you know because when you first came into like Ryan was speaking about earlier, you know, it was just you just do this weights, you just boom, 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 you pound it out and you know someone yelling at you. Go hard, go crazy, and and is you know it was kind of like the muscle shirt, uh, weight <laughs> trainer. Right. We're now we're getting smarter. We're understanding that it's not about you know who can lift the most. It's about getting the most out of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessarily how much you're lifting, but how you're lifting. And when you're starting to understand that, you know, guys' careers are going to last longer. Uh, guys are going to have a better understanding of their bodies, uh, which in turn is going to help them uh, have a better understanding of their movements on the court, and, and it's going to make better basketball player, which in turn makes the game that much better. And when the product's better, you know, it, you know, it makes more money, which is the, really what it all is for most people is the business of it.
0: Well, you, you know, kind of switching topics a little bit, I mean, you have a really great business <coughs> partner in, in Rudy Klein-Thomas, mm-hmm. and, you know, you guys have invested in a lot of companies, right? Yes, um, About 20, 25, yes. So that's really impressive, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's really impressive what what you've done over the last several years. Do you you look at, when when you make investments into these entrepreneurs, are there certain qualities or traits that you specifically look for when you make an investment?
2: Well, I I would have to say it's not actually about the, it's more about the entrepreneur than the actual product that they're trying to sell me and just trying to get a feel for who they are as a person, uh, what their vision is. Uh, some people, their vision is to become rich and famous, and you know make a lot of money. but the people you meet who have a real passion for something who really want to make a difference or who who has a great idea and is really passionate about. Uh, becoming successful not for the money, but because they have a great idea and they like the journey. We keep talking about journeys, not the end result. It's about the journey and working with some smart people and doing some cool things. and you know, that's who I gravitate towards. Are, are those who have a real passion for something and, and kind of have the same values that I do.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's great. I mean,
0: Ryan. I mean, I think that's something that we talk about a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. as well. I mean, I think that you know, is there something else you want to add to that?
3: No. I mean, I echo what Andre said. I mean, you're you know, obviously the the product is what the product is, but you're investing in the person, and you know that that person's going to let you know with that passion. Uh, especially being athletes, you know we, we know what it takes. We we know, um, you know, you've got to be 110 percent all the way in, and just like I said before, believing in what it is that you're trying to do, because if you don't believe in it, how am I going to believe in it? You know? So, so how does an entrepreneur get to know one of you? How how, how does that even happen in today's world? I mean, it's. You can find me at 76 Capital. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm out there, but uh, but no, I mean, I think venues like this, you know, we're, it's, we're here. Um, and and uh, I actually had an instance um, a little bit earlier up here in San Francisco where I went to a, a different event and there was a lady. I was with KD. That's Kevin Durant for, I'm, you know. <laughs> I, I always abbreviate, you know, people's names a lot of the time. So we were at an event and this lady was actually... You know, really nervous about trying to go up to, to Kevin Durant and try to, you know, kind of pitch what her product is. And she was talking to me a little bit. and I said, Look, you, you got to go for it. Because if you, you're you in this moment right here, right now, the worst thing he can say is no. But you have to believe in your product enough to succeed to be able to go and, and at least get it out there. And, you know, she was able to go up there and, um, you know, talk to him. I don't know how the rest of it went out. I just <laughs> tried to give her the pep talk. But, um, but that's that was one of the things you know for me that really really felt good to be able to 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 interact and to to talk to this person to be able to get her to understand like look, you got to believe in what it is that you're that you 're trying to build because if you don 't believe in it Kevin Durant 's not going to believe in it how am I going to believe in it so you come up to me and you you know the worst thing I can say is no, but you have to see that your business is going to succeed, whether Kevin Durant, whether Ryan Howard, whether Kerry Wallace Jennings, Wayne Kimmel, Andre Iguodala say yes or no. You have to see that, hey, it's, it's gonna succeed. You can be a part of it or not, but I'm still gonna get to where it is that I wanna get to. How about you, Kerry? Are there ways
0: that people reach out to you and wanna get you involved in their business? How do, how do they find you?
1: Well, through Rubicon, certainly, through my agency, but um, you know, I'm just gonna flip it a little bit in that I'm, I'm launching a professional tour, for lack of a better word, and so I'm the one doing all the outreach right now, and I am DMing, direct messaging people, like left and right, and it's so crazy that, I mean, it almost they is shameful. wanna talk It's crazy, they all answer. <laughs> of course. And it's, just, it's but, you know, I'm talking, reaching out to bigwigs, and that's how I met Andrew. It's just like, I, I found his technology, and then I was just able, so, the world is so beautiful to, you can reach out. It's so small. Connect with whomever. If you get an answer, uh, you, you know, if you get, yes, I'd love to talk. Amazing. If you get a no, then, you know, you didn't lose anything. You lost like five minutes, you know? So I just, I love the accessibility of people. Um, for me, I, you know, I'm just, I'm pretty accessible. Yeah, we've
0: <laughs> got like 200 health transformers in here, maybe 400. They'll, they'll love, love to talk to you, love to talk to you.
1: Yeah, well kind so how, how change do these... the world, call me.
0: Exa- ex- exactly, yep. exactly. So how do these
2: 20, 25 entrepreneurs find you and, and, and Rudy? Yeah, well, we've, I've had so many random ways that I've connected with companies and it's like, how did I meet this company and it's like different from how I met this one, different from how I met this one, and I invested in all of them. Uh, DMing on uh, social media, or you know, uh, business cards that I've had and I've had in my wallet that I'll usually pass on to my business partner. Um, you know, meeting people in the street, a uh, friend of a friend, just many different ways, just starting a conversation. I think just having the, conver- the confidence to, you know, be able to relate. Uh, to whoever it is you're approaching about wanting to partner up and wanting to do business uh, with an athlete. Um, but just being enthusiastic about it, being positive about it, try to have some parallels. I got uh, a question
1: for you. Are there any no-nos in the outreach? Uh
2: either
1: of you? Like, what's never do?
2: If I'm with my wife, <laughs> she's going to be so mad that I said that.
1: <laughs> it's true. My husband would do the same. for me. Yeah, 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 it's real. Ditto. Private time is private time. That's yes. It. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's about it. That's it. Okay. That's about it. Well, let, let me let me ask
0: you a couple quick quick hitters to <laughs> okay. a few more minutes, and then we, please <laughs> we have some time for for some audience questions. Um, but we, you know, you, you, we mentioned this earlier, Andre. I mean, is is there a certain sports drink or drink that you? What what do you like to drink?
2: I'm all water. All water. Yeah. All water. Carry Boss. <laughs> Is that
1: what we're talking um, Or what, what you, not I, to put you on the. I've been route.
2: doing a lot of studying on water and uh, the alkaline water. Mm-hmm. Some waters are not really alkaline, but they say alkaline. Mm-hmm. They're chemically altered alkaline. Uh, but Fiji's supposed to be good, and Eternals are really good water. So those two, but I
3: like Boss. Boss is good. Boss is good. Yeah,
1: not all water is created equal. It's crazy. It's
3: true. <laughs> what do you think, Very man? true. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm water. I try to stick with water as much as I can. I can usually go with the, essential or like Fiji water. Yes. Yeah.
0: Is there? Are, are you? Are you a Ryan? Are you a
3: morning or night person? <sighs> I'm usually a morning person because I always get yelled at. By my wife for waking up too early a lot of the time, so because she's still trying to sleep or whatnot. But I'm usually I'm I'm usually a morning person. I'm up when the kids are up. Oh. How about you, Carrie?
1: Morning is sacred. I'm a night owl. I thought being becoming a mother would make me a morning person, but no, not in my nature.
2: Yeah. Golf has made me a morning person. That a
0: boy. <laughs> I like that. I like Thank that. You. So I'll start with you, Carrie. Like your favorite health food.
1: Ooh. Well, well, I was just going to get only only part of my food. drinks. No, I do, well, I do. There's so much <laughs> to choose from. No, so I'm addicted currently to Four Sigmatic. Are you guys familiar with the brand, the Adaptogen Mushroom Elixirs? Check them out. Four Sigmatic, you're
3: welcome. <laughs> Ryan, your, I'm always down for a good avocado. Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> nice little avocado. Yeah. <laughs> I like that.
2: Andre. Um, there's this shot at uh, Urban Remedy. Uh, for the information, it burns, it's uh, cayenne, lemon. Ooh. It
1: burns, it must be working. Ooh, yeah.
2: It's cayenne, lemon. <laughs> Turmeric, no doubt, tumeric. ginger probably. G- yeah, ginger. Yeah. That thing burns, but uh, I-, I gotta have that one. How about, how about
0: junk food? You eat junk food, anything? I, like, uh,
1: Mexican food is, you know, Mexican. pretty solid for me. Twizzlers.
2: Um, Twizzlers. Twizzlers? Twizzlers. Yeah, all right. oh, yeah. Not even Red I'm, Vines? Yeah, I'm down no, almost. no Red Vines. Twizzlers <laughs> 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 are plastic. <laughs> oh. Red Vines like paste.
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm not a huge Twizzler guy. Me neither. Yeah, I'll, I'll rock a good Snickers bar or maybe a, a, a Hostess cherry pie. <laughs> mix, mix it up.
1: Childhood I'll favorite. Di-
3: I'll, I'll diversify. I'll diversify. How about a guilty pleasure? What kind
0: of a... Is there a certain guilty pleasure? Something that you... Things you buy, things you... you
1: I buy everything and it all makes me feel guilty. <laughs> Shopping is probably yeah. If there was a pill for it, I'd take it.
2: <laughs> um, I think I have too many sets of golf clubs.
3: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with they're you. they everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. How, many, how many do you have? Uh, three. I think, the, I think the fifth set is coming in this week. Are you
1: trying to better <laughs> for set?
2: Have or? you
3: noticed a change in the game at all? <laughs>
2: uh, I'm getting better, but it's not the clubs. I just play. <laughs> the more you play, you got to get better.
3: Oh, uh, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I get yelled at. I, I'm kind of a car guy. Oh. So, like, yeah, I like. That's kind of my guilty pleasure. I like it's
0: kind of the, the pre, you know the preview of the '76 Capital Race Team. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be <laughs> nice. That'd be nice. Um, so, last two things I want to ask: what what athlete do you admire today? Today or just any, any any time? Like, who, is there a certain athlete?
2: Today, I'll have to go with. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Grant Hill. I was a fan of his. Uh, Grant Hill. Uh, when I was younger, um, he went to Duke. I didn't like Duke. I, like I, mean, him. I don't think anybody liked Dude. Yeah. yeah. I don't like him. But um, I was a fan of his when he was played pro. And then when I came in the league, he was just getting back from injury. They said his career was over. He still made the All Star team. Uh, and he kicked my butt one night. Um, and then what he's doing off the court now, uh, I hear his voice during the Final Four and the NCAA Championship. And it's like. He's really good at that, and you can tell like he studied his craft. Like he's just not doing it because he played basketball, but he's doing it because he's really good at it and he's worked at it. And uh, he's doing some uh, he's doing some venture capital stuff too as well. He's with a great company and uh, he's c- it's continuing to build. He's a great role model. He speaks well. He, he carries himself well. Uh, he seems to he's like Steph almost. They don't get in trouble. They don't do anything <laughs> bad. I don't know how they exist. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Kerry?
1: Favorite athlete today?
2: Yeah, or anytime.
1: Goodness. Well, I think my favorite athlete of all time is Bruce Lee. Just his philosophy in life. He was so badass and so efficient and (laughs) such a ninja. I appreciate that. Um, I, you know, I really. Michael Jordan was my first and forever, for sure, because of his charisma and everything that made him up. Um, Julie Foudy. On the female side, U.S. soccer, she is a leader, um, the epitome of leadership. She's, you know, just taking the bulls by the horns and getting girls active and empowering young women. And I think we need that. So she's one of my favorites.
3: Right. Um, I think there's a few. Um, I mean, I'll go with you know a couple obvious. Uh, you know, Michael Jordan was one. Mm-hmm. Magic. Just kind of seeing what they were doing and and how they were able to transcend. The game of basketball but also transcend themselves in the world of business um but the uh the wild card and it just kind of came off of what you said with Grant Hill I got to go with my man uh Derek Jeter yeah. um another guy who stayed out of trouble yeah. in in New York of all places I don't know how you do that but um but just watching him from afar how he carried himself on the field what he's doing now off the field um you know I think he's a he's a big inspiration and uh you know just be, you know, being able to kind of train and work out with him and getting to, to know him as well. Um, that's DJ. And then I had, I had, yeah, that's DJ. Yeah, for sure. But uh, but I had a situation too where we were playing against him and I was uh, playing first base and he hit a ball to my left. And he came up the next time, hit a ball, past me to the right. Came up his third time and I just looked at him. I was like, which, like, you want me to go this way, <laughs> this way, or what? And uh, we just both kind of started laughing together. But... Um, but yeah, I mean, he was definitely a great competitor, but I think even a, a better business.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, look, we, we got to wrap things up. I just got the, 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 uh, the high sign, I guess. So exactly, <laughs> right. But thank you. Thank you, Andre. Thank, thank you, Perry. Guys. Thank you, Ryan. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Great job, Startup Health.
3: Thank you.